What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Dark Side Podcast. I'm David Viana. And I'm Matt Elias. As always, first off, follow us on all things social. Instagram at Dark Side Podcast. YouTube, Facebook. We're on there a little bit, you know? Yeah, but... Hustling those middle-aged moms that want to send us nudes and shit in the inbox. <laughs> yeah, the biker moms. <laughs> Backseat Bettys. Don't forget about the Dark Side Patreon experience. How can we forget? Where a monthly membership nets you access to exclusive content from Dave and I. Like a $3,500 tea bottle, which yeah. I have put one testicle in. For three seconds. <laughs> we, we upped it. Oh, remember? yeah, that was right. I added like the, the testicle part for another five. It's all on there. It's on the Patreon. <laughs> Make sure you check that out. We might even add more tiers on there down yeah. the line. As, as, as we go forward, we'll see what's necessary. Maybe in light of today's episode, we'll put a towel on there that one of us have pissed on, and you could own that as well. I'm going to piss on you. <laughs> so this week, unfortunately, we're going to have to revisit or remix, if you will, the R. Kelly story oh, that, yeah. that we did on an episode a few weeks back. Now, guys, we're not trying to be rude, <laughs> but this is the dark side news. <laughs> if you guys don't know Ignition, then I'm sorry for fucking that joke up. <laughs> yeah, we've got several uh, several topics to visit this week. Catholic Church experiencing another sex scandal. Uh, Shocking. With the highest ranking Catholic cleric yet charged with sexual abuse. We're going to talk all about it. We've got another special edition of Dark Side News on tap for you. But before we get to that... R. Kelly, trapped in McDonald's, not in the closet. Yeah. R. Kelly is in the news again. It's basically the same. It's kind of the same stuff that we've talked about with R. Kelly, but he actually got arrested this time. He yeah. was actually behind bars for a couple of days. R. Kelly has been charged with four counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse in Chicago he has pled not guilty to these charges, and he's currently out on bond, $100,000. Yeah. That's 10% of a million. Yeah, his his uh, bail was a million. Yeah. Which I found this kind of funny, too. Like, I found out while researching this, he's also, like, almost $200,000 in debt from, like, um, <laughs> what do you have to pay, like, every month if you have, like, kids? Child support. Child support. There we go. There we go. Wow, it's like right in the name. You're supporting your child. But uh, yeah, he's also he's almost in like $200,000 in debt because of that. Doesn't even support his kids. Apparently the first thing he did when he got out on bond was head right to McDonald's. I wonder how big their, pay, their play place is at this one. Uh, yeah, he was reportedly greeted by several fans, including women and children who took selfies and blared his music. See, the R. Kelly fans are relentless. It's like the Michael Jackson thing, man. Like, they're never mm. going to believe it because they just love R. Kelly's musical talent. I, I don't get it. According to Chicago Sun-Times, several women sat on the hood of a car that was parked next to Kelly's van, snapping pictures and dancing on the hood of a car. Who the fuck goes to McDonald's for their first meal after being out of jail? I would rather eat J- like, I- We even know what he ate. TMZ has he got a quarter pounder meal with soda and some coffee. That's and, it? And barbecue sauce on the side. What was he putting the barbecue sauce in? The coffee? <laughs> Probably, I don't know, on the fries maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fries yeah that's true, I guess. Yeah. I would have went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A would be a better choice. Way better. But this this McDonald's apparently is like a frequent hangout 
for R. Kelly. I don't know. It, it, I think this is the same one that he would like troll for younger girls back in the day whenever he was going near the high school after they would get out of school. I think this is like the same place he would do it. From page6.com, there's a quote here from someone who tweeted, When I was little, I used to do karaoke at that rock and roll McDonald's on 30, and he came several times. He meaning R. Kelly. Uh, and then it goes on to say, my dad stopped letting me go because he thought R. Kelly was truly going to snatch me eventually. So no. I guess it's it's like a, it was a known place where R. Kelly would hang around. Yeah, and, it's kind of gross that he came four times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the fans continuing to support this guy. Now, but it, it's the reason why we're doing this update is... I mean, th- this is this is what we were asking for before. Yeah, um, it's real now. He's actually got. I mean, these are felony charges. Yeah, he's facing up to seventy years right now. Seventy years in prison, possibly. Um, he's still fighting it though. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's because of the way we covered R. Kelly before on the Dark Side podcast. Oh, I I said I am. I we definitely led to this. I mean, there's definitely a correlation. Yeah. We cover it. R. Kelly gets charged. It's, it's it, all of a sudden we pop up talking about R. Kelly. Then he's facing seventy years. You're yeah. welcome. Yep, yep. You're welcome. We were talking about this earlier, and what I wanted to bring uh, with this R. Kelly story is these are proffer documents from the prosecution in R. Kelly's court case. These are court documents that are filed, and basically these are the prosecution offering what evidence it is that they have for each of these four charges right so there's four documents one for each charge given it's like a theme for us uh you can see the example with the r kelly fans like just right now with the like the women dancing on the hood of the car in the parking lot mcdonald's literally after r kelly just got bailed out of jail yeah for being charged with felony sexual abuse Mm -hmm. these fans just being completely insulated from any actual facts or evidence and continuing to support someone who of course he's innocent until proven guilty we, yeah you know, we live in america it's, it's the judicial system. but we have access to what evidence they have right and which is a good thing we can look at pieces of information and we can learn things from it right in the interest of getting the truth out there and fighting this just tide of misinformation and disinformation and horse shit yeah. That is out there. There's about a lot of every it. topic you can imagine. We're going to put the raw facts out there, the evidence from each one of these cases. And it's graphic. Oh. Some of it's disgusting. Oh. Um, it involves underage uh, young girls that R. Kelly had these encounters with. Yeah. But we think it needs to be done in the interest of bringing it to light so people can stop like worshiping this dude. It's kind of ridiculous that people are still worshiping this dude. Yeah. Like... So, yeah, so this first proffer document for the first charge, it's got the defendant, Robert Kelly, who was aged at the date of this incident, 32 years old when this happened. The victim aged 16 16. during this incident, and she's going to be anonymous. And fun fact for everyone, the age of consent in Illinois is 17, so illegal. Yep. I looked it up. The date of this incident says between May... 1998 and May 1999. That's a whole year, dude. Charges aggravated sexual criminal abuse based on the victim being under 17 and Robert Kelly being more than five years older than the victim. Do you think, like, while... Which carries three to seven years imprisonment. 
Here's what happened on this one. The victim met Robert Kelly on her 16th birthday where she was celebrating at a restaurant. At that encounter, the victim told Robert Kelly it was her 16th birthday that day. Robert Kelly's manager then gave the victim Robert Kelly's business card with Robert Kelly's personal number written on it and told the victim Robert Kelly wanted her to call him. The victim's mother heard this and took the card, told Robert Kelly's manager the victim was only 16. The victim later got that card from her mother's purse and called Robert Kelly. Robert Kelly told the victim to come to his studio. Robert Kelly told the victim after her dad dropped her off at school, she could take a cab to his studio. The victim followed Robert Kelly's instructions. At that first encounter at Robert Kelly's studio located at the address in Chicago, Robert Kelly had difficulty maintaining an erection and penetrated the victim repeatedly, vaginally, and orally. Afterwards, Robert Kelly told the victim to get an envelope with money from the receptionist that the victim assumed was to pay for cab rides to and from Robert Kelly's studio. The envelope contained a large sum of money, more than was needed to pay for two cab rides. The victim had similar sexual encounters about once a month with Robert Kelly from May 98 to May 99. Damn. That is a has, 16-year-old girl. And they it says the defendant has no criminal background. Which is, can get, that right there is telling. It's shocking. Yeah. Uh, given everything we know about R. Kelly, on paper, the guy has no criminal record. Right, right, yeah. All right, here's the second one. I want to read through every one of these as they're written in detail, just on a personal note, because I'm just tired of R. Kelly. Yeah. I'm sick of hearing about him. Right. I'm sick of it being an open just an open issue with him being out there. Right. Like, it is publicly known a lot of the details about what this guy has done, and he's fine. it's finally catching up to him in court, but I think, you know, people need to know exactly what happened here. I feel like R. Kelly has a God complex to himself that he thinks he's untouchable. Oh, for sure. Like, why he went to the McDonald's. It's yeah. Just, it's a weird thing. Yeah, he got out of jail and goes right back yeah. to his cruising spot at yeah. the McDonald's. And even, I, like, ah. Uh, We'll, we'll just get through this first. Second proffer, second charge. Robert Kelly, uh, date of incident, th- aged 31 to 34 years old. The victim was aged 14 through 16 years old. So this one's date three of the inc- years. incident was from September 98 to September 2001. Charge is aggravated sexual criminal abuse based on the victim being under 17. R. Kelly, it's the same charge. Yeah. Also, again, carries three to seven years. In 2001, a witness had conversations with Robert Kelly and Robert Kelly's associates where the witness was asked to retrieve videotapes showing Robert Kelly having sexual intercourse with the victim, in this case when she was 14 years old. The witness obtained that video and watched it. The witness eventually turned this video over to Cook County State's Attorney's Office through his attorney. Additionally, the witness identified the scenes from the video as having been from Robert Kelly's house. In the video, the victim repeatedly says she is 14 years old and Robert Kelly is seen penetrating the victim orally and vaginally and the victim performs oral sex on Robert Kelly. It says right here she again would... that he has no criminal background. Yeah. Which is just amazing. This appears to be uh, a charge related to the video that surfaced. And yeah. I, and I saw it described even in a little more detail than what this proffer describes it. Yeah. So this is the new video that had come out. Unbelievable. It's wild. Well, this yeah. is like... He had sex with a 14-year-old and filmed it. I mean, wasn't the girl that in the first video that he like had years and years ago, like around the same age? The piss tape? That he pissed on her? Yeah, I think she was like supposed to be 15 yeah. or something. So, I mean, like, 
He's gotten away with it with one video already, so I'm interested to see how this is going to go. Third charge. Robert Kelly, 36 years old, the time of the incident. The victim, 24 at the time of the incident, so this one, not a minor. Yeah, she was happened. Legal. Uh, February 18th, 2003. Now, this looks like a one-time deal. Yeah, one and done. The charge is, again, aggravated criminal sexual abuse. Um, and here's the incident. And this carries another uh, another three to seven years. Um, all right. It says, on February 18th, 2003, at an address in Chicago, the victim was 24 years old and worked as a hairdresser for Robert Kelly. While the victim was waiting alone in a room for Robert Kelly to come in so she could braid his hair, Robert Kelly entered saying he didn't want his hair braided that day, but he wanted his head massaged. At the time he said this, Robert Kelly had his pants pulled down and was pointing to his penis. Robert Kelly grabbed the victim by the head and tried to force her mouth onto his exposed penis, but the victim was able to resist. Robert Kelly then masturbated and ejaculated onto the victim and spit in her face several times. God. The shirt the victim was wearing was submitted for DNA testing and semen was identified on the shirt. Male DNA identified in the semen sample as a match for Robert Kelly's DNA profile. Um, and it lists at the top of the page on this one for the charge, um, aggravated sexual criminal abuse. And it, But it, it gives the evidence that they are basing that charge on. It's based on the transmission of semen by Robert Kelly upon any part of the body of the victim for the purpose of sexual gratification during the course of underlying forcible felony, yada, yada. So they actually got DNA evidence on him. That'll be interesting. I, I, I submit that to any holdout R Kelly fans who definitely don't listen to our show. Uh, You never know. (laughs) They might be one of these victims. Perhaps. (laughs) Last one. Last one. Robert Kelly, 42 to 43 years old during the time of the incident. The victim, age 16 at the time of incident between May 2009 and January 2010. So this is more recent. Uh, The charge, again, aggravated criminal sexual abuse based on the victim being under 17, just like the first couple. Um And it goes like so. The victim attended the criminal trial of Robert Kelly in Chicago in 2008. And Robert Kelly getting his autograph uh, and met Robert Kelly getting his autograph after court one day. The victim told Robert Kelly how old she was and he invited her to his house at his address in Chicago. Between May 1st, 2009 and January 31st, 2010, the victim had vaginal and oral sex with Robert Kelly multiple times. At times, Robert Kelly would spit on her, slap her in the face, and choke her. The victim saved one of the shirts she was wearing when Robert Kelly ejaculated on her and gave that shirt to police. The shirt was submitted for DNA testing, and semen was identified on the shirt. Uh, So same deal as before. They've got physical evidence that this took place. Uh, This is another 16-year-old. And again, at the time, R. Kelly was 42. He's an old fuck now, man. He's 52 years old. Yeah, this was 10 years ago. That's wild. So that's terrible to have to read through. But in the interest of putting that out there in detail, there's no ambiguity. That's the evidence that they've got. Yeah. Those are the incidents as the prosecution alleges that they happened. Yeah. As far as R. Kelly's defense, Mm -hmm. I saw that his lawyers 
said something like, he didn't force anyone to have sex with him. He's a rock star. He doesn't have to. That's their defense. Jesus Christ. If that's all they got, then I'm going to predict R. Kelly is going to get some jail time. Yeah. And each one of these four charges here, it says carries three to seven years of imprisonment. Yeah. Potentially. It also says that they can be run concurrently, meaning all at the same time. Yeah. So you could get, say you get seven years times four, they could it could end up just being seven years. Yeah. But he's facing like 70. Uh, I actually, we read that somewhere and I don't see that. I don't know. Even though, man, like it's like, it's kind of ridiculous how that's on, that's all you get for shit like this. Like you have, you have sex with a minor and you only get like three to seven years. It's just wild to me. I mean, I'll consider it a victory if he gets locked up, period. Yeah. This well, yeah, definitely. On. But it's just like, I'm just like, like the law in general with that stuff is just really weird. He still rocks like a lot of fur and stuff too. That's Yeah, this says he could face between 30 and 70 years in prison if convicted. I don't see that though. He's got four charges. But it says, it says right there like 10 counts. 10 counts? Yeah, R. Kelly has been charged with 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse and could face between seven, 30 and 70 years in prison. Maybe each one of these carries multiple, like, more than one instance yeah. of that charge. For, okay. Of course, I I don't know. In any case, I think he's going to get locked up. I think they're going to convict him. Yeah, I, I think feel he's like, going to go to prison. Yeah. And another prediction, that hardcore section of his fan base are not going to care. No. No. They're still going to be screaming for him. Yeah, they're still going to be there like the day he's going to go into jail. He's going to be they're going to be there the day he's walking into the courthouse for a sentence saying they're going to be there no matter what. Yeah. It's like the Michael Jackson shit all over again with that old deal. Yeah. So it's it's a weird thing how people like are so blinded by this because of the music that these people make. Yeah. And that they still just want to fuck R. Kelly like nonstop. It's weird. It's, amazing. it's a weird thing, man. It's a it's a really weird thing. Like I like it's like it's kind of the opposite of the Michael Jackson thing because I feel like a lot of his fans didn't really want to fuck him. I feel like mm. his artistic impact was a big deal there. Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean he Michael definitely was, had those rabid fans that supported him no matter no what. No matter what. It was, it's, I don't know. Yep. I, I can't put my blinders up to shit like that after a while, no matter how good your art is. Like, I liked, I liked some of R. Kelly's stuff, but now I have no interest in even hearing an R. Kelly song anymore. Yeah, like, when it comes on, all you can think about is, like, is this, this guy's stuff? a creep. Yeah, it's, it's like, why am I support? Why, like, because technically when you're listening to it, you're giving them money. Like, you're probably, yeah. like, you're making, like, giving them profits well, either yeah. way. Even though it so, could be, if you're streaming it, it like we talked about, once upon a time before, it's just yeah. it's a fraction of a penny. Yeah, but still, but it's, it's still, a principle of the thing. Exactly. I don't want to give a fraction of a penny um, to someone like him. No, I don't. Fuck him. Fuck him. Mute R. Kelly. Agreed. Mute. I'm surprised like he's they're haven't taken his stuff off Spotify and like iTunes and shit like that. I feel like it could come any day now. I don't know. I'd be surprised about that. Yeah, I guess because I mean, look at how um, how many other musicians had such a fucked up life. But they're still on there. Well, in any case, I'm happy that um, it looks like he's finally going to get a little justice for this. And we will be watching to see what happens closely in that trial. He's pled not guilty, so it's going to go to jury trial. I'm going to um, be watching this like I watched Trap in the Closet all those years ago. <laughs> Very in-depth. 
R. Kelly has just made a lot of whack, bad stuff. Oh, yeah. His career, hasn't he? Yeah. But I mean, like... Like that trapped in the closet thing. It's so bad, it's, it's funny good, though. That's it's, my yeah, thing. Yeah, it's bad, it's good, bad, like, or bad, good, or however you want to yeah. think of it. It's it's good for meme purposes, but really, like, it's trash. It's Yeah, it's not, it's... He's the, it's the first to be done like that. Like, who makes a hip, like a hip opera, like, sort of thing? Like, a whole story told, like, th- the same beat, just like an hour and a half story, like, in all these different chapters. It's just, it's, it's so terrible. And if you watch the story, like, all the way through, it's such fucking, it's so wacky and just like, what the fuck? But it's like, it's so bad, you can't, it's like a, it's like a car crash video on YouTube. It's terrible to watch, but you can't, Take your eyes off of it, because yeah. I don't know why. Maybe we're fucked up. Oh, that is for certain. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. What's the final word on R. Kelly? If you could say one thing to R. Kelly today, uh, man, you're getting the dick in jail. Probably <laughs> you're you're getting penetrated. I don't think deep. so. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be like a hero. I don't think so. I don't think people do in jail. People do not like child. Like people that did shit with kids, man. Know, people though. don't like it. But he's got that. He's gonna have that that cult fan club. Bill Cosby got it, too. man. Bill Cosby's got some haze and shit since he's been in jail. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They don't play with that shit. I'm telling you, they do not like pri- like huh. the prison system does not like child molesters. I know like, they they're don't. usually put in a separate wing to keep to keep them from being killed from these guys, yeah, which is kind of course. fucked up. Like let them be in the normal system and let let shit happen itself but nah nah why we're not barbarians like, i kind of am in that sort of sense dude like i like you <sighs> again either, again they're gonna get you're out. either for the rule of law or you're for mob justice well the and mob just the thing well, about mob justice is it means all someone has to do is accuse you of being a child rapist and then you're the guy getting broomsticked to death no because there's gotta be a trial and stuff but if you were proven guilty in the court of so law so essentially you're pro super harsh punishments for certain things yeah yeah if like you rape kids it should be just as bad as like murdering someone because it's kind of it, it it's fucked up like it's it's fucked up murderers get more respect in jail than child molesters. Yeah. Like, but these dudes do like a minim- like a very minimum sentence most of the time and are back out on the street. Not always. Sometimes a lot of the time, strung- though, man, up. like, well, it look, they, yeah, everybody has to look down on someone. It goes back to the whole discussion better. that we were having before we started recording about how just fucked up the judicial and law system is that, like, it, it allows this stuff to happen over and over again. And, we're just so far deep into it being such a corrupt and unfair system that there's nothing that we could really do to go back on it to make it really fair. That's just my whole opinion on it, though. I'm not saying that's how it really is. That's just my thing. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel pity for, like, child molesters to get really fucked up in jail. I feel no pity for that. I don't feel bad about that. I don't think anyone does, and I don't either. But I, I don't feel like they should be protected in like separate wings or separate jails because they're worried about that. I think they that. should be protected because we aren't running a Hunger Games style let, well, let well, people no. murder whoever they want. We're not, in our but we don't know if it's going to happen or not. You know, you know it's likely to happen. Well, it, yeah, you know it's likely to happen, and but if we're, you don't you're going to roll the dice. To prevent it. I feel like, dude, that's setting up so many different things like separating certain... You're only separating these certain people, right? 
why can't all, the, all these other people be separate? Why can't there be certain prisons for certain crimes that you committed? Why are the child molesters the only ones being protected by these things? Th- That's not true. People? Snitches, snitches get well, protected. Well, yeah, snitches too, but Cops that's a whole get other protected. thing. That's a Anyone whole- who's legitimately in danger can get protective custody. Why should the cops get protected, though, for that? Same reason. Like Why? Because we have... They did a crime. We have, should- but we have a set of laws that prescribes a punishment for, for what crime that the state can prove you committed. But you're kind of putting... And if you don't... And the, that crime includes, like R. Kelly... Each, each one of those counts includes three to seven years. If he yeah. gets convicted of all, say he gets seven years for each one and the judge runs it consecutive. Right. Four times seven, 28 years in prison. Yeah. It doesn't say the penalty for aggravated, well, aggra- what is it, aggravated criminal sexual abuse yeah. is three to seven years imprisonment and a 13% chance of being raped to death in jail and you have to roll the dice. That's, that's not what the law says. Well, no, it's not what I'm like it's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying like we shouldn't give the special cases like that a thing. Like we shouldn't be protecting these people. Like it goes back to the whole saying if you can't do if you can't do the time, why do the crime? You're getting a special treatment in jail because not, of what you did though. Yeah, but it's not special treatment. It's not like they get anything it kind better of or is, worse. Yeah, it's, they do. They get protection. It's Why if, should they get protection? If because if you're running a prison, it's your responsibility to not have murders happening in the jail. You can't have violence and chaos happening in your facility. Yeah, I just can't. I cannot co-sign that. I don't the whole know, mob man. justice I thing. Can. That's that's just an e- that's an easy posture to take. I'm not saying it's a mob justice thing. I'm saying like don't give these people special though, but treatment. But it's not it's not special treatment it, in the it way. It kind that, of is. It's though, not special man. treatment in a way that they get treated better than other. It's not. But they kind of do. They're because separated they... in the interest of the whole prison. And I would say, like I said, my argument more largely is that in the interest of having a system of rule of law, like not separating them when you can easily separate them to prevent chaos and violence from happening in state facilities. But you're still, it's still, I get what you're saying, but you're still going out of your way to help them in a little bit in some sort of you're way. You're going out of your way in the interest of the state and the facility. It's not to help them. Fuck the state, though, because they're probably, it goes back if, to the whole thing with the prison If you're talking about managing too. the prison, you are the state in, from the perspective of what we're arguing about. What if this prison's private, though? That's a whole like that that could put a whole other swing. That to is it. a whole other argument. That's a whole other, a whole other thing that shouldn't exist. By the way, private. Yeah, prisons. well, yeah, I know that. Uh, that's very obvious. But is it? For about five, I feel like it's not for a lot of people. Well, we could, yeah. we should, actually, that's let's do that's private, a good deep private dive prisons. Honesty, yeah. yeah, that's fucked up. You got but, you got private companies making a profit off of imprisoning people. Oh, Michael Jordan's big on that too. He's very invested in private prisons. Well, he's a smart businessman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like yeah. Keep wearing those Jordans, right. folks. In any case, let's. I'm fuck R. Kelly. I'm yeah. done talking yeah. about R. Kelly <laughs> for now. You son of a bitch. I hope you go to prison. <laughs> That's what I want to say to R. Kelly. <laughs> you're not gonna get raped in prison though because you're being treated better. No, nah, he might. <laughs> but again, I don't think he should get raped. But I wouldn't be mad if he did. In any case, yeah, I fucking just suck at R. Kelly. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> suck it, Kells. <laughs> Good luck with the jury trial. Yeah, really. <laughs> with your, I'm, a, I'm a rock star. Jur- watch it be like an all R. Kelly fan jury or some shit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we believe you can fly, Kells. <laughs> fly no. away out of court. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, done. done. Done with R. Kelly. Over. All right.
moving forward. <laughs> it's now time for this week's special extended edition of Dark Side News, the internet's most trusted source for everything you need to know in this dark world. Extended and bended. How's it bended? Okay. <laughs> Bend it over a barrel and go for it. <laughs> All right. A Japanese town is suffering a ninja shortage and will pay $85,000 to anyone who wants to come and be a ninja. It honestly, it doesn't sound like that bad of a deal. Sounds like a great deal. You sent me this and I looked up prices for uh, plane tickets for Japan. Yeah. The city of Not Iga. That bad. But I mean, like... I want to know what job duties are required for a ninja. Like, what do you, what do ninjas do? Like, <laughs> like what? Is... The article goes on to report that the pay is quite competitive. Today, ninjas can earn anything from twenty three thousand to about eighty five thousand, okay, which that's... is a solid salary, that's and a, a lot more than real ninjas used to earn in medieval Japan. I'll have you know that is a big pay gap, though. <laughs> That yeah, that's a, a pretty wide gap. variation. All, my guess would be if we went over there, we would be in the $23,000 range of like ninjas. <laughs> well, we that's like, like an entry-level ninja position. Yeah. like we don't have any experience. Like, I could be like, listen, man, I could like sneak around pretty quietly, but I can't throw a ninja star to save my life. Like, If you give me a samurai sword, give me two weeks and I could probably do something with it. But like, I, <laughs> I do not feel like I could be like the $85,000 Wait a minute. Ninja. Hold on a second. Why? Why? Why do I even have this? This is from like a year ago. All right. I didn't even see that. Yeah, me either. But anyway. it's still interesting. How does a ninja like? What do you do? Is there a union? <laughs> like, is that like a ninja union you're a part of? Like that promises you jobs? I don't get it. Like, are we legally allowed to kill people if we're ninjas? I don't know. It's part is of the it job, like I guess. the CIA? All right. And in some presidential news. President Trump is set to meet with Korean dictator Kim Jong-un this week in direct competition to pull television views away from the coverage of Donald Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, from testifying on Capitol Hill. Three days of congressional testimony this week, starting on Tuesday with a closed session uh, with the Senate to be followed on Wednesday by a live public televised testimony uh, to the House. In the interest of this story, I would also add that Kim Jong-un, Korean leader, is known for the following cruel and unusual exotic executions. These are just a couple. Two government officials associated with Kim Jong-un's uncle, who he distrusted at the time, were executed by a firing squad of anti-aircraft weapons. That would hurt. Supposedly they were completely vaporized. But see, I feel like he's going about that wrong because that sounds like a quick death. Well, he wanted to make a splash. <laughs> Another execution was carried out by flamethrower. Flamethrower to guy to death. See, again, I don't feel like that would be that bad. Are you serious? Dude, the shock is going to put you out. Like You're going to go in the shock before anything, I feel like. So quick that it's not even going to bother you. And like we were talking about before, if you breathe in fire, you're done. Still, I feel like uh, you could get more creative. Another one: um, the unfortunate victims were stripped naked and mauled to death by dogs. See, that one's good. I feel like this one's a good one. See, you're get it's it's not going to be slow. No, it's going to be slow. My bad. It's not going to be quick unless the dog like pierces like an, a really major artery or something. 
but they're going to go to town for a minute on those people, especially if they covered them in like a nice uh, marinade of, of some <laughs> sort beforehand. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, in any case, these are just a few fun facts about the world leader who our president is currently. See, he tries to be a setting badass. up a summit with. He tries to be a badass with all these killings and stuff, but to me, he's coming out like a big pussy because, for one, those like I just said, those aren't scary deaths. If you're gonna put me in front of a flamethrower or an art like a huge artillery of aircrafts that are just gonna vaporize me in a second, like okay, bring it. I'm right here. I'm not scared of that. But if you put five dogs in front of me and I'm just completely butt naked, like the dogs about to rip my dick off, I'm frightened. <laughs> I am frightened right there. Like shitting my pants, frightened. I don't know. And for what? Like like we just said, why is Trump meeting with this dude? Why do we need to have a relationship with North Korea in the first place? Actually, to to that point, news story number two, the president is attempting to distract the news media from by having his useless North Korea summit this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alva Johnson, former Trump campaign staffer, accuses president of sexual assault during the 2016 campaign. She says Trump grabbed her hand and kissed her without her consent ahead of a campaign rally in Tampa. She said, quote, I immediately felt violated because I wasn't expecting it or wanting it. I can still see his lips coming straight for my face. God, that would be an image I don't I could never get out of my head. Yeah. Also alleges this occurred in front of numerous other campaign officials. Big shocker. She felt reduced, uh, quote, to just another object of defendant Trump's unwanted sexual attention. According to the lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Middle District of Florida. She is seeking unspecified damages for emotional pain and suffering. So this is how I'm, this is what number for him with sexual allegations? Fourteen. Fourteen that, that I know of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and finally, another story in Trump world. This is a much needed update to the information crisis that we like to cover here on the yeah. Dark Side podcast. This one relates to big shocker: Fox News, Fox and Friends. Uh, the president's favorite show, Donald Trump Jr. on Fox and Friends falsely claims that the majority of hate crimes in the United States are hoaxes and not real. Uh, this went unchallenged. No one on Fox and Friends said a word yeah. after this this claim he made. I think I hate this one. I think I hate him more than like Trump himself. Mm-hmm. I think I hate this kid way more because he's such an arrogant little fucking douchebag the whole time. I think he's just jealous that his dad would rather fuck Ivanka, want to fuck Ivanka than him, in mm-hmm. all honesty. I literally think that. Ugh. Billionaire New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft has been charged with soliciting prostitution on the day of the AFC title game. See... When I thought when I first saw this headline about and I saw Robert Kraft and then like with the whole sexual thing, I thought the owner of Kraft Mac and Cheese <laughs> went and was trying to solicit a prostitute. Then I found it was even better because there was the coach of the Patriots that likes to French kiss Tom Brady. Uh, apparently, these charges resulted from uh, a months long sex trafficking investigation, which was centered around several Florida day spas and massage parlors. So, you know, like rubbing tugs. Yeah. Uh, suspected of being used for prostitution. And it looks like uh, Robert Kraft just happened to stumble into this this investigation that was already going on. Uh, which begs the question, <laughs> what does a billionaire need to go to a rubbing tug right? to get his... You would think, you would imagine 
that with that kind of resources available to you that you could you know get Dude, something a little more discreet you can a billionaire can afford a ten thousand a dollar a night hooker with no problem whatsoever way more discreet you probably they probably sign contracts illegally abide, like binding contracts that they can't say anything about it but no you decide to go to a hundred dollar rub and tug in florida it says craft faces two counts of soliciting someone to commit prostitution allegedly visited the orchids of asia day spa in jupiter florida on january 19th in the afternoon and again on the morning of january 20th so two days in a row under florida law the charge is a first degree misdemeanor punishable by one year in jail up to one year in jail and $5,000 fine and a mandatory 100 hours of community service and an educational program on the negative effects of prostitution and human trafficking. Can you imagine that? Robert Kraft sitting there in like these classes. I want to see that video, like what that video is. Like those training videos that your work would put you through, like where they're all like terribly acted out, but it's like that instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't see this guy doing community service or sitting through a video. Honestly, he's a billionaire. I don't see anything coming from this other than he just getting slammed he just in the gets media. the bad news yeah uh, coverage and everyone forgets about it yeah i wonder if he got a rub and tug the day of the super bowl like to kind of clear his mind i don't know maybe he just had brady do it i don't know so it was tom if tom's busy those days he goes to the rub and tug is what i'm guessing <laughs> uh steven avery uh the subject of netflix documentary series making a murderer has won an appeal uh related to Evidence that has, quote, potential to undo the whole case. Personally, I will believe that when I see it. Yeah. The appeal relates to recalling for tests to be done on bone fragments that were found in a gravel pit that supposedly could exonerate Stephen Avery. Right. This appeal has been denied before, but apparently they're going to go ahead and let him do these tests and... His lawyer seems confident that he's gonna that he's gonna get off here, so we will see what happens. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, the the dude, the one person that Netflix is covering that they think is wrongly accused, he's gonna get an appeal because Netflix fucking covered him. Don't worry about all the other thousands upon thousands of people that are like wrongly locked up doing time for crimes that they didn't commit. Let's worry about this one guy. Yeah, that's that's fucking genius. Netflix. I'm going to laugh if it ends up he still did it. I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off if they if they did this whole thing and he still did it. Yeah. I would die. I would laugh so hard about that. Cuz they wasted I, I all I this time. I don't quite get the anger about making a murderer. I mean, they made a documentary about this guy. Like it doesn't mean that like they can't make a documentary about everyone. They could Have do- you seen the show? No. I re- I think I've I started it once and I could not get it. You should check it out. It. it gets into I'm pretty sure I tried the first season. I just couldn't get into it. It's not that it wasn't well, that Well, it gets into a lot of about police conspiracies, and it really there's a lot of evidence that they were able to come up with. Yeah, that they that were, makes it look like the cops framed him. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's we still don't know what happened. But again, but, how many times has this happened every single day? But well, yeah, but again, drawing attention to one case of it brings light to how this can and does happen. Yeah. But yeah, in any case, a lot of people like m- making a murderer, and there's going to be plenty of interest in uh, seeing what happens to this case. He may be granted a new trial based on if that test comes out the way that they wanted to. Right. This is a message to anyone that is a fan of making 
a murder, whatever the, sh- the Netflix show is. Making a murder, yeah. If you have this amount of sympathy and want justice for this dude, after this is all said and done, take that same attitude and apply it to every single other person and all the cases that are out there that are just like this. Not just this fucking dude who gets all this net gets all this attention because Netflix found his case interesting. Take it beyond that and look, do research about other cases that are involved. Okay? I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that we're doing this or anything, but it just kind of pisses me off that all of a sudden people were justice warriors for this one single dude, but we don't care about the thousands upon thousands of other people wrongly locked up and convicted. That's just my whole take on it. And in some nature news, (laughs) as it turns out, huge great white sharks apparently love death metal music. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Film crew for the show Bride of Jaws for Shark Week on the Discovery Channel figured out that blasting death metal music through an underwater speaker tends to attract great white sharks to the boat. (laughs) Apparently it sounds to them like a struggling fish and they got to come check it out. Fuck yeah. I wonder who they played. I'm not sure it doesn't say. I think it was some cannibal corpse. <laughs> it could some be. Slayer. Yeah, cannibal corpse. Yeah. Pantera. That's not death metal. That was a joke. Oh. <laughs> well, I can't think of anything more metal <laughs> than a giant great white shark loving death metal. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. awesome. Fuck yeah. I kind of feel like that was already a thing. That they like death metal? Yeah, oh, yeah. They like death. <laughs> it's without a doubt they they definitely like death hell yeah they need it to live I've seen Jaws <laughs> and finally in a rare bright spot in the dark side news I like this one we're happy to report with the help of a new artificial intelligence computer algorithm in San Francisco over 8,000 marijuana convictions have been dismissed hell yeah as it yeah. should be San Francisco DA announced on Monday that uh, 8,132 convictions will be dismissed thanks to a computer algorithm that automatically scanned court records, according to CNN. Hell yeah. DA George Gascon says, quote, this makes San Francisco the first county in the country to complete the automated marijuana record clearance process. A nonprofit company called Code for America Maybe. teamed up with the DA to help develop this, this algorithm. This uh, is since in 2016, California passed a law allowing uh, recreational marijuana. Yeah. Prop 64 is what it was called. Yeah, it did away with Prop 215. What was Prop 215? Prop 215 was like the medical side of it, which was like the, it was, it's a way better bill than Prop 64 in all honesty. This, this bill is just kind of for the whole money side of it, basically for the whole rec, because that's what the rec market is. It's the money side of it. For cannabis when California was really the home for like the medicinal side of it uh-huh. and there were a lot of loopholes in prop 215 but I mean it, it made it, the loopholes were kind of good it made it so people were able to have this medicine 10 times easier like you know like with prop 215 you were able to grow certain amounts of medicine that you wanted to and they really it wasn't just like a few plants I think you were allowed up to 12 plants at a time and stuff like that so I mean it's interesting how it's shifted. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people in the marijuana business don't really like it. Yeah, well, I would say it's a case of don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Because it's not perfect, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, no, and it no, is definitely. Progress. It's definitely progress. Yeah, this is beautiful. 
8,000 8, convictions being uh, thrown out. Yeah, we need to do this everywhere now and get this going like Absolutely. in every single place because if it's only 8,000 in San Francisco, just imagine how many others there are around this country, especially in like um, cities like Alabama and like Louisiana and the southern states where it still is a big deal to get caught with weed. Mm-hmm. Like if you get caught... Well, it was in a lot of places. Yeah, if you get caught with like... I think in Atlanta, like any amount could be a federal crime. Like it's it's kind of it's, I don't know the law exactly, but there's a weird law in it, like um in Georgia where if you get caught with sort of any amount, they could put a federal case on you. And that does it for this week's edition of Dark Side News, the internet's most trusted source for everything you need to know in this dark world. I trust it. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it to win it. Two out of two dark side hosts. <laughs> Trust dark side. <laughs> it's like four out of five dentists recommend it. Two out of two dark side news people recommend it. <laughs> two out of two. It's 100%. 100% rating. Mm-hmm. And on to today's final topic. We are unfortunately back on the subject of sexual abuse by public figures. Okay, so this is a dark topic. I feel like... Even though it's awful, it is a step in the right direction because of who uh, is the subject of this story. In Melbourne, Australia, Cardinal George Pell, who is Pope Francis's top financial advisor, he's also the economy minister in Vatican, has been convicted of molesting two choir boys. Now, you know, a Catholic cleric being being charged and convicted um, with sex crimes isn't exactly the most rare thing these days. Well, being convicted no. is good news. They yeah, don't, that yeah. doesn't always happen. They're yeah. accused, and then the church covers it up, most and then nothing of the time. happens. This guy was charged. He was convicted. But this one is special because Cardinal George Pell is, so far, the highest-ranking and most senior cleric in the Catholic Church to have been convicted of a sex crime. That's a big step forward. I agree. It's making this look more legit and looks like there's some hope for this to actually be taken down. Like the whole Catholic Church isn't going to be taken down, but this whole ring of pedophilia that goes on in the Catholic Church has been well known for how long now? Decades. Like it's I feel like it's finally going to start like beginning to crumble just a little bit like one of the with this dude yeah like a couple of the bricks have fallen out of the foundation and i I feel like it's just going to slowly keep falling down because like we said the church covers up most of this stuff so a lot of the stuff gets swept underneath the rug i mean like just like just um in the past year it came out with uh all the priests in pittsburgh pennsylvania all over pennsylvania yeah like the list that came out with them and how they had moved them around the state instead of doing anything like the catholic church knew about it right but they just moved them from different churches in different states yeah to prey on other people it's a fucked up religion yeah so this uh yeah you you grew up catholic i didn't get fucked by a priest but i grew up in the religion it's not a cool thing you might think about it you might know someone you probably did encounter someone who was abused by a priest God. in your time coming up. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Right? God, that's so creepy. Like it's man. it's not it's it's likely. It no, it really is. Like in all yeah. honesty, like you never know. And that's the that that's the thing with what you know, like I said with this story, obviously it's super fucked up. It's super yeah. dark. But uh super high ranking guy, convicted, 
it's a sign, like you said, another brick out of the wall. It's not over, but I think this is a sign that things are moving in the right direction. Yeah. I've noticed even, you know, anecdotally, which doesn't count for much, but even in my life, people who I know uh, who are lifelong hardcore Catholics have even started to wake up a little bit. Uh, the public perception of this whole thing has been shifting. As far as the charges that uh, Pell was actually convicted of, uh, involving the incidents in 1996 with these the two choir boys. Um, it's actually a really sad story. One of them later at the age of 31 died of a heroin overdose. Yeah. To me, that's that's the, the story of these things is these priests, they ruin people's lives. Yeah. And then a lot of the time they just, nothing happens. To them. No, yeah. They have no suffering whatsoever <sighs> for what they do, but all their victims go through like some of the worst times of their life and have to deal with this throughout their whole life yeah. when they had when it like it happened and the worst part about it is man like it happens to them when they have no idea what's going on like you know they yeah, young kids yeah like they're so immature still they don't know that it's a bad thing like they have no idea like they're being wronged like they don't know how much it's going to affect their future like it's it's such a fucked up ordeal that like they have to go through now this guy's getting He's going to go to prison. Yeah. Um, he's looking at, like I said, up to 50 years. Yeah. But another f- fact about this this whole case is that there were dozens of other charges that he had. Yeah. Um, he was convicted of these two, or for his crimes involving those two choir boys. Right. But there were dozens of other charges against him that were for various reasons, like dropped and thrown out and stuff. Yeah. Um, other accusers over the years... Um, he had a trial that was scheduled for April involving, uh, in an, some incidents in the 1970s, um, I guess involving like a nine and 11 year old boy at, at a public pool, but those charges were dropped and that, that trial's canceled. I mean, but you know, of again, course. it looks like the guy is going to go to prison, but still, but still remember we talked about before you asked, why do they, when, when we had Ted Bundy. Yeah. That subject, and he had, like, I don't know, a multiple life sentences on top of each other, and you said, why do they do that? Yeah. This is related to that, and what I mean is those charges for those other victims, like, yeah, he's going to go to prison, but, like, so the charges that get thrown out don't have, the victims don't get the benefit of the state actually saying officially, yes, he, this man was guilty of doing this to you, and he is going to be punished in this way for justice right now the guy will probably die in prison we can only hope yeah certainly deserves it yeah but that is the case for the for the multiple life sentences and for the you know obviously the guy is in his 70s he's not going to last 50 years in prison if he does get that won't even last a full year and all but by rights he should have for every one of those complaints um you know it would be nice to have that yeah I wonder if this dude's even going to make it to jail or he's just going to say fuck it and kill himself before he even goes in. I don't know. I think Catholics think you go to hell if you kill yourself, Oh, right? yeah, they do, definitely. I'm pretty do you go to hell for... You go to hell for everything in the Catholic Church, <laughs> in all honesty. So it's not like, you fucked a little boy, you're going to hell. So it's you, you really have no... But, but can't you just... Isn't that the whole system, though, is that you can redeem yourself by doing the prayers and getting doing the confession and um, the priests that's the priests have so much power they have so much ability yeah that's the big I think that's thing. part of the issue is that's this, a big it's a thing in the catholic thing. church yeah it's like you know you do the whole like 
like it's 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 the point of confession, you know, where like you go into the confessional booth and you tell the priest like all the bad things you've done and they tell you like, you know, five Hail Marys, ten whatever the other stupid fucking prayer is, and all is forgiven and forgotten, right? You're yeah. you're blessed in the eyes of the Lord after that. That's not how the fucking world works. That's what ca- like that's the thing that gets yeah, me well, about that's Catholicism. What that's what they're selling. That's the well, yeah, no, that's the it's, product. That's the thing. And like like we're gonna be get we'll get into the Catholic Church eventually down the road, right? Like it's uh-huh. it's something that we're gonna like really dive into here before people hint, know hint. it. Yeah, hint. We've got a project planned. But it's seriously one of the most fucked up religions because of this aspect. Like I agree. It's it's like I in all honesty, like I'm like I hate the fact that I was grown like that I was grown up Catholic. I hate the fact that I was even involved in that religion and any sort of aspect whatsoever because literally it's fucking insane. It's 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 literally nuts. And the fact that they have priests openly raping young children and thinking that it's okay because they're not allowed because for some fucked up reason the catholic priests are not allowed to engage in in relationships with women and then they view homosexuality as a sin like every other fucking religion does anymore that they have to resort that there's a little gray area that you can fuck underage kids that that it's it's a weird gray area in the catholic church that that's allowed so the first thing to get past this whole stigma that priests that are able to fuck kids let them fuck women and men do whatever they want to do let them get the sexual feelings that they have inside of them out because obviously they're confused they're human beings yeah they weren't taught like sex growing up right right because they were raised in the catholic church and fed all of the bullshit that they feed to their followers throughout the line and especially working in the catholic church you have a fucked up like perspective on life in all honesty but it's just such a weird religion and like like I, i don't even know where to go with it like how to even say just the sexual i'm just gonna like the focus on the sexual abuse aspect of it right now, not even getting into all the hidden shit that goes on in the Vatican and everything, but it's, it shouldn't be a thing. Every one of these people should be going to hell. You should not have any, you shouldn't have any idea in your mind that you're being saved by God or whatsoever. So that dude should honestly just kill himself. If he thinks he's going to go to hell because you're going to hell anyway, because you fucked a, a young kid, you took advantage of someone and just completely raped them, both literally and figuratively. One woman uh, shouted at him when he was coming uh, from the courthouse to a car. Uh, here's some things that people yelled at him. You're a monster. You're going to burn in hell, you freak. If you believe one woman, that, he is. One woman yelled, uh, are you sorry? He didn't respond. He's not. He got away with it. He got away with it for how many years? And he's now getting caught. He's not going to admit he's sorry now. And I don't feel bad for the dude at all either because he probably knows about so much other shit that has happened in the Catholic Church and probably knows a number of priests that have been involved in what he was doing himself. So you're, he, he shouldn't get any sympathy from anyone. He should rot in jail. He should die in jail. Yeah. Like in all honesty, in my opinion, he should just kill himself before he goes to jail. Like, don't even yeah. waste taxpayers' money on that stuff. Yeah. I don't know how it works in Australia, if, like how it works with, with prison, the prison systems there or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, you should honestly just straight up end your own life so we don't have to worry about you anymore. Just, just get it over with because, obviously, no one wants you here, man. 
Yeah. Like the uh, Catholic Church may want you here, but as I said, they are the most fucked up group nah, of people don't. ever. He's a he's a liability for them now. Well, yeah, now that he they've like gotten caught, but right. he was probably one of the people that he they've been moving around. He was just named uh, as the highest-ranking Catholic official in, uh, I yeah. think, in Melbourne. Well, dude, so he's getting promoted this whole time. There was a there was a statistic in this article mm-hmm. that said, I don't have the exact number because it's not in front of me, but it said like, just in Australia, the number of stories that have been told, like you know, where priests have been raping young children from 1980 to like 2015 or something, like the past 20 some years was like over 4,000. And that's just Australia. And that's just the ones we know about. Yeah. And that's just in Actually, Australia for one. Yeah. Like, and we're going to revisit this topic in a big way going forward. Yeah. There'll be more more info coming up about that. Yeah. A couple of points um, to wrap this up related to, yeah, the 4,000 that we know about, most of them are unpunished, of course, mm-hmm. could be the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Having said that, two things to wrap this up. The two choir boys that Pell molested, yeah. that he was convicted of, they are anonymous. Yeah. We don't know who they are because in uh, Australia, they don't release the names of underage victims right. of these kind of crimes. The one survivor is now 34 years old. Um, he told his story. He testified in court. He said, quote, I was young and I didn't really know what had happened to me. I didn't really know what it was, if it was normal. So he survived to testify. The other one, as we said, he passed away. He died of heroin overdose in 2014. And get this, he never complained of the abuse. He never told anyone. And he even denied to his mother that he was molested. He, He just buried it. There were other witnesses that brought this to light, and that's how it he ended up charged with this, because people saw it. Yeah. Other kids saw it happen. But That's this kid, sick, man. this guy died years later of heroin overdose, and it looks like in his life he never, he never talked Admitted about it. it. He just kind of buried it. Which I mean, like, and like he's I, gone. Like, and, like I said, dude, it's probably one of the hardest things to have to revisit in your life, and that's like why I feel like I feel for the dude, man. Like, you know, if that happened to you when you were so young and like you didn't even like know what was going on, like. You probably don't even want to touch that part of your brain, dude. That's right. probably why, like, he was probably like shooting and like shit for that reason to kind of like escape from it. We don't know that for sure, but it probably his inner demons probably led him to some stuff like that. Yep. I don't know how many people of you out there who have suffered from this who are listening to us right now. We never know that. Like, be, we yeah. don't. We don't know. Like. You are not going to be ridiculed in any sort of way for bringing this stuff to light. Like, even if it's not, like, even if you were just not even involved with, like, priests or, like, the religious aspect of it, like, any sort of sexual abuse crime whatsoever, you're not going to be ridiculed for it. Like, you know, I know it's, like, the hardest thing to probably say, but you need to get that off of your chest so you're, like, and deal with it in the right and healthy way so you can continue your life. Because nothing you did was was your fault. It wasn't your fault in any sort of way. It's just sad, man. Sure is. And that's going to wrap us up for this week's edition of the Dark Side Podcast, episode eight. Yeah, guys. Follow us on, like Matt said earlier, follow us on all social media outlets that you can. Engage with us. Tell us like what you were thinking. 
Um, also, the most important thing, one, whenever you're listening to us, uh, make sure you hit that five-star button. Leave us a little review, whatever you can. Whatever you can do helps us, guys. It gets the word out. It makes us more popular. It gets us to where we want to be with this, where we need to be with this. So, again, the audience helps without a lot. That about wraps it up, guys. I'm David Vienna. I'm Matt Elias. This has been The Dark Side. Peace.